You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Happy and merry week one NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network, where every game is game seven. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. We are coming to you live today from all the usual spots, odyssey.com and the app, betqlnetwork.com and the app, radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network, uh, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports, and twitch.tv backslash betql, and also Ken and I together in studio, Woo! Mandalay Bay. Las Vegas, Nevada. The, the Bay. The, yeah, the, the Bay. There's, you know, there's green. The, the original Bay. There's yeah. green. There's Tampa. Right. And, and the there's Bay Mandalay. area, San Francisco. The, the area. Yeah. And, uh, and Mandalay. We're here live from Las Vegas where it's 8.01 a.m. local time. Awesome to be on here with you on the BetQL Network. We're bringing you the wagertainment up until 1 o'clock Eastern, uh, a.k.a. kickoff. Talking all things sports betting, week one Sunday oh, in the man. National Football we League. We made it. Proudly presented by the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. The show also brought to you by BetQL with the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks. BetQL.com and the BetQL app. Year five for You Better You Bet's countdown to kick off the fifth NFL season that we have been doing this show on NFL Sunday mornings. And if you've listened to us and watched us in the past, you know how we do. But if you're a new listener and a new viewer, I'm about to tell you, this is how we do it. That song's like 20 years old it's, now, by the way. Well, yeah. well I'm, I just turned 40. Right. So. Yes. We're old. That's how we do. When, yeah. I, when I was younger, it was great. Right. You know, you know how we, boomers. You know how we do? We have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's that's what, I, actually, I've actually right. had to start doing that. It's no fun. <laughs> so here's how we do week one NFL Sunday. Every single NFL Sunday here in the mornings, you better, you bets countdown to kick off. Line movement for every game. We will talk teasers and maybe like why you shouldn't bet them in week number one. We will give you Ken Barkley's Moneyline Underdog Parlay. We will talk the actives and inactives for every single game in the 1 o'clock slate. We'll give you all the fantasy breakdown, the player prop breakdown. If it affects the point spread, that's coming up 40 minutes from right now. Thy Royal Prop King will make his first appearance of the 2023 NFL season on a Sunday, coming up next hour here on the show. And, of course, we will close the show with our best bets, side and total, every single game on the board. Week number one in the National Football League. We are locked and loaded live from Las Vegas. Yeah. Ken Barkley, how's it going? We uh, we made it. Yeah, we made it to week one. And obviously, uh, week one comes the day after uh, a really, really like fun, busy college football Saturday. We won't always start the show for people that haven't heard us before. We won't always start it by talking about like college football, what happened the night before, because there, there's obviously a ton going on today. There's a lot of excitement about the NFL. But just a really, really interesting thing that happened yesterday that I think can really perfectly frame how we look at betting the NFL, if you're new to betting, like how do you want to bet football this season? What kinds of stuff should you be thinking about? Um, and there are so many interesting things with betting football, and we'll get into them in a second. But the event yesterday, obviously, was Colorado-Nebraska, a really, really, really heavily bet game. Uh, if you're listening to this and you bet, you probably bet the game 
Hopefully you bet Colorado because they won by about 100 and uh, and they look awesome. And we'll see how they do next week against Colorado State. But especially if you're just getting into betting, maybe you're like a new listener of our show and you found us because you want to learn more about sports betting. It's so fun. It's so interesting. Um, you probably tried to learn more about Colorado, Nebraska. And in an effort to do so, in an effort to like sharpen your skills and just you're intellectually curious, you want to know more about sports betting, you probably ended up stumbling into a lot of content, a lot of social media, the pregame shows before the games themselves on all the major your networks, which all have sports betting content on them now, podcasts that you listen to, and all of them were centered around this idea that like everyone was betting Colorado. And because that was true, because quote, everyone was betting Colorado, that Nebraska therefore had to be good and not just had to be a valuable bet. That's really important that it was like a sure thing that Colorado had taken so much money. And you were and dumb if you liked them. Colorado and, also. And, and also, if you said publicly that you liked Colorado, you were derided as like an as like a member of a herd or an idiot or a sheep or whatever. It turns out that the idiots were the people yeah. that were saying that. Well, there were just, a lot of right. them. And I'll and say that. That's not Ken Barkley saying that. That's Nick Costo saying that. And I think the important thing here is just like, I think it's really like sports betting is growing so fast and like our show is growing as a result of it, which is awesome. But there's also a lot of things that are growing alongside us. And when you want to learn, like you're just listening to this, you're new, like, man, I just like want to learn more about sports betting. It's so cool. You're going to end up stumbling into this stuff. And it can just be dangerous is kind of the wrong word, but just understand like you don't, you don't need the who the public's on and like the the pros and Joe's sharps report on this stuff. It's essentially like a giant world of make believe that's supposed to lead you to want to bet aside just because everyone else is on the other side. And you know, there's so many interesting things about how football betting markets work, how lines are created, how they move throughout the week based on information that's released, uh, how injuries are really really important in handicapping football and how that affects point spreads. There's like so much interesting stuff, and you can enjoy all of it and learn about all of it without any of this other stuff. It's like, it, all of this works perfectly well without knowing like who the public is on. And like, therefore you have to, I mean, I just, I think a lot of people Nick are waking up this morning. And I think a lot, unfortunately, I think a lot of them, it's not even that they bet Nebraska. I bet plenty of games that lost yesterday too, but I think they're waking up being like, why did I even bet that? And then thinking like, wait, like people told me that everybody was on Colorado. So like, this was a sure thing. Like it's, you feel duped. You feel like tricked, honestly, to a certain extent. And that sucks. At least it happened early enough in the year that it's like, you don't need this stuff. So like, we're going to try to like walk you through how we think about the games. We'll win some, we'll lose some. We'll walk you through how the markets have developed throughout the week, how lines have moved. Just like, there's so much interesting stuff about football betting markets. This stuff just isn't it. So just like, you know, I think our show kind of presents all the other stuff. I think that's really cool. And obviously we'll start doing that over the next two hours. You had a great sentence that you uttered on the show a number of times last year. And it had to do with when you hear a sentence that features the phrase like the public is on this and the line moved to this. What, what should people take away from that when they see that sentence, like right. a first grade English problem? Like, what should you do there in English class? Right, exactly. It's like, so there are two phrases there, right? Like, the public is on this and the line move to this. Yeah, like a line move is really important because, like, and, and we'll talk about this too, getting the best available number. Even on today, like the day of the games, like there are different point spreads for different games in different places. Are you going to a place that has a more advantageous point spread? Are you going to a place that has the best point spread? Great, like the line movement is important. Who, who like, you know, the guys outside right now who I can see in line right now, like what they're putting their $20 on, like, great. I hope they all win. Also, like they're not relevant to a discussion about like where the market is right now. So yeah, when you hear, you know, 80% is on this, the line has moved to this. 
cool, like the line has moved to this, really important. Like that's going to affect the bet that you make. Who everybody else is on, not so important. And look, I'm, I'm closer to the person that's betting $20 a game than I am to the person betting $10,000, yeah. $100,000 a game. So it's not to say that- But like, you're betting your opinion. That's exactly, like that, that yeah. is, that, that's exactly right. There's a difference right. and that's the type of education we try and give you here on the show. But let's be honest, like today's all about fun. Today's all about the bets. Absolutely. It's about the analysis. And we're about to get into it right now. It's a great primer to start the National Football League season from your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. But here, you better you bet. Countdown to kickoff. Live from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Nevada, presented by BetMGM. It's time to lead you through all the line movement in every game coming up today with a segment we like to call Jake Hassan. It moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. It's different. Week one. Actually, that's actually true. It actually does look oh, different. Yeah. Week one NFL Sunday morning. Ken, let's begin our line movement sojourn in the National Football League in Cleveland with the Bengals and the Browns. Deshaun Watson under center from Cleveland. Will he be closer to Houston, Deshaun Watson, or what we saw last year, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson. I think the Browns are hoping it's Houston, Deshaun. And Joe Burrow, obviously going to start, just signed his big money contract extension. But I haven't seen Burrow in quite some time due to the calf injury. Ken, let's start Bengals and Browns battle for Ohio. What are we seeing here with Cincy and Cleveland? Yeah, we're what we've seen is a, a point spread of less than three the entire offseason, right? So the Bengals open uh, about two and a half point favorite. And then, you know, we have all of the uh, the drama with Joe Burrow getting hurt. Is he going to be ready for week one? That was a question we were asking July and August. Like, when's he going to be ready? And the point spread, obviously, has kind of been going back and forth, pinballing around with speculation that, well, maybe he won't be ready or, you know, will he be back or not? But the last few weeks, especially as we've gone into all the preseason games and come out of them, was like, he, he's, he's going to play this game. So we went up to Bengals minus two and a half. I think you and I probably thought, like, Maybe it might be done, or especially like day of the game. Oh, Burrow is going to play. Like this might get better to, to Bengals minus three, maybe. Like some optimism that we'll see a, a really good Joe Burrow performance today uh, in his return from injury. And obviously, one of the best quarterbacks, one of the favorites to win most valuable player this year. Except that's not what's happening. Uh, the Browns are getting bet. They're actually getting bet right now. <laughs> so uh, the Bengals are about one and a half point favorites most places. There are now ones on the board. So we kind of careen closer and closer to having like a true pick 'em game uh, between a team that obviously it has had a ton of success the last few years, made a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, made the AFC Championship game a couple times, and them and their rival in the division, who has not had very much success, but who has owned them for a couple of years. Uh, Stefanski and his team, their success rate against Burrow and, uh, and Zach Taylor is well-documented, won a number of games, won handily a number of times. I wonder if that's part of the expectation for this. I wonder if also part of the expectation is maybe you get a pretty rusty Joe Burrow, did not play the entire preseason, could also be why you're seeing the Browns get bet to almost uh, sort of a pick status. And uh, I feel like, have you seen the reports? Like he hasn't been sleeping great recently. Yeah, neither have I. Been yeah. using the uh, the pile of money, like he will right. Breaking yeah, Bad, yeah. instead <laughs> of his instead of his. I gotta try that up in my room. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's just, right. no, We'll just we'll, we'll skate past <laughs> that one. Uh, we will move now from the AFC North, where again the Bengals one and a half point road favorites in Cleveland, to the AFC South. An interesting divisional game, Ken, is the Jacksonville Jaguars, the reigning defending AFC South champion. Travel to Indianapolis to take on first-year head coach Shane Steichen and rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. What do we have here with the Jaguars and the Colts in Indy? 
the Jags have always been more than a field goal favorite in this game. Uh, I think there's really big expectations for Jacksonville this year. Their win total is very high, about nine and a half. They are an overwhelming favorite to win the AFC South, at least at the start of the season. Uh, they made the playoffs last year. And uh, and I think we look at a lot of the other teams in the division and go like, oh, God, like who is who is going to beat this team? Trevor Lawrence uh, getting bet to win most valuable player, one of the you know sort of top 10 selections in that market. And we also know for the Colts that Jonathan Taylor is not going to play in this game, right? That was one of the dramatic uh, offseason storylines involving the Apparently going to be back in week five, yeah, though, the overnight earlier. report. So you took yeah. him in fantasy, like right. you hold him for a couple weeks, he'll apparently be ready in week and you five. And al- you always talk about drafting for the playoffs, too, like, Jonathan Taylor, totally viable now. It's like you want to have a guy in you know week eight to the end of the season that performs really well. So anyway, all of this kind of noise about Indy in the offseason, the owner and Jonathan Taylor and a rookie quarterback, and they got Jacksonville with really high expectations. Jags were getting bet out big. Like in the last month, month and a half, it was one-way traffic. They were out to four, four and a half. There were fives. We were doing shows here in Vegas this week. We were talking about Jags minus five was a number that existed in a lot of places. Well, something really interesting has happened in the last three to four days. Something really interesting is happening right now, which is the Colts are getting bet. And we're getting bet back down to where we kind of opened in this market. Uh, There are a lot of fours on the board still. So the Jags favored by four. There are now also a lot of three and a halfs on the board. So it's sort of this like interesting, like full circle journey we've taken. Everybody's talked themselves into Jacksonville like for a while like locked in division champ, Indianapolis, like how are they ever going to be competitive this year? And now we're on the day of the game and it's actually come all the way back down again. I know you and I both like the Colts, bet the Colts, like the over in the game also. We'll talk about that more later in the show. Uh, It seems like we're getting a lot of market support now for our opinion that maybe Indianapolis can be a little more competitive in this game than people originally expected. And and at BetMGM right now, that is the point spread, three and a half. So it's Jaguars minus three and a half on the road. It's an interesting move, man. That's not something that I expected. And the total of the game sitting at 46 again. We'll talk about the total a little later. Ken, let's see if we can touch on one more game here in this opening segment. We'll have a bunch more coming up in the next segment. Uh, Let's talk about the Ravens and the Texans right now in Baltimore. Uh, One piece of injury news here, which which was pretty unexpected. Ravens star tight end Mark Andrews practice in the limited fashion Wednesday through Friday was questionable on the injury report, but like me and like a lot of other people, I think I'm pretty smart with this stuff. Like he practiced all three days. He's going to play in the game. Uh, the overnight report from uh, Ian Rappaport of NFL Media that Mark Andrews is not going to play in this game. And then the report coming out today that J.K. Dobbins might not get a full workload today from the Ravens. Yikes. Maybe Justice Hill going to be more involved. Texans offensive line is in tatters. So a lot going on here with the Ravens and the Texans. Where do we stand side in total? So the Ravens were about a 10-point favorite. Uh, when we were talking about this game all offseason, there was very little movement in this game. I think a lot of people, when the schedule came out, targeted this game for a couple reasons. This is the game that will have the largest point spread. And they were right. Ravens were originally a 10-point favorite. Uh, Uh, And also that the Ravens are going to be a really, 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 really popular survivor pool pick. They are the team that's the biggest favorite. So a lot of people, you could infer, they are the team that's most likely to win this week. I know a lot of the survivor pool sort of publicly available data has came out. Who's everybody picking? Uh, It's the Commanders and it's the Ravens. It's those two teams. So it's just really interesting that like a team that you should be really confident in um, that maybe like, you know, can win by margin in this game. Not sure that's going to happen here. And the market kind of agrees with me. So 10 has become nine and a half. Texans have also gotten bet to nine in a couple places. Just be interesting to see Lamar Jackson you know week one first time ever running a new offense didn't play in the preseason down weapons just like interesting to see how all the pieces fit together the market has moved a little bit toward Houston and like Ken said Todd Munkin the new offensive coordinator in Baltimore moving on from the Mesozoic era offense Greg Roman was coordinating more of like an air raid more of an up-tempo offense with that being said though Ken the total's pretty low here does that interest you total being 43 and a half Ravens in Texas yeah no, we, I, uh, I bet under 44 we talked about it on Friday um, one of my angles and I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit at the end of the show but in case I don't have a lot of time I'll do it again in like 15 seconds here uh quarterbacks that didn't play the entire preseason and they're running new offenses there's several of them debuting today hey look this season in general 
they'll probably be awesome. They'll probably absolutely achieve a lot of the success that the market intends. High win total, chance of making the playoffs, Super Bowl, MVPs, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Week one, maybe a little rust running a, or not even rust, maybe just brand new offense, maybe a little clunky out of the gate for some of these quarterbacks. Last year, we saw that a lot, and maybe we can detail that a little bit more later. We are just getting started here. You better, you bets countdown to kick off live from Las Vegas, week one in the National Football League. Still to come, best bet, side and total for every game. Still to come, prop bets for every game, courtesy of the Prop King. Still to come later this hour, actives and inactives, the fantasy and the betting spin. But on the other side, the rest of the line movement, all the line movement your little heart could ever desire for week one in the NFL including the Packers and the Bears from Chicago.